Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen posts on Tumblr. I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, this is Chicky. I am Chick on Tumblr. Guile. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a Skype message from Guile that our fucking cats just knocked me off the mic. So we'll, we'll get back to Guile. <laughs> I was like, she got so uh, <laughs> All right, we also have Gato. Hi, I'm Gato. You can find me at Gato Mischief on Tumblr. And Jimmo. And Jimmo. You can find me on Jimmo at Tumblr. <laughs> and hopefully Guile is done beating the cats. <laughs> Actually, I'm back. This is Guile. I'm Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr. She sounds so composed, too. That's pretty impressive. And it's not my first rodeo with this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, we're covering Game of Thrones Season 6, and this is our second uh, update episode. Um, of course, there will be big, big-time spoilers for this one for Game of Thrones and potentially the A Song of Ice and Fire books. Also, we always have our blanket uh, warrant, trigger warning for the potential for rape discussion. Um, but before we get into the Game of Thrones updates, I just want to like acknowledge the amount of work these stellar ladies have done to pull this episode together. I am merely a talking head on this one. Like, thank you guys so much. Sincerely. Oh, yeah. Well, this has been a group effort. It's taken all four of us to keep up with the news. <laughs> like, so thank Yeah, you. it's been a lot. <laughs> we'll take all four of us to keep up with Watchers on the Wall. That's what we can probably really take. <laughs> I feel like I've been studying for an exam, like, the past few days. Right? So I feel like, I feel like I'm about to administer an exam. I'm shaky on the source <laughs> material myself, but we'll try. Um, I also want to give a special nod to Guile, who provided me with, like, a outline to follow for this evening. So, um, we're gonna do it by regions. Um, we're gonna start off with Essos. And, um, there's not, I don't think there's been too much news about Essos. I mean, where we left off with Danny was she was being surrounded by Dothraki, but has there been any kind of anything coming about Not that? since our last update episode. There hasn't been much. I mean, we definitely know that they're going to be shooting some Essos stuff in Spain, but I don't even think we're sure what yet. Yeah, I think it looked like yeah. maybe there were yurts somewhere, but, you know, which I would indicate Dothraki, but that's about it. And a little bit of casting that's possibly sounding Dothraki, but that's, yeah, we just don't have much. It's, it's weird, cause like, going into season five, it felt like, it felt like Essos was the thing we knew the most about, but this year it's just kind of like... <laughs> we, saw, we practically saw all of Dasdak's pit. Dude, we did! We, because somebody got pictures in that Colosseum of everything that happened, we knew that Tyrion was with Danny and everything. Yeah, I guess they're keeping it on lockdown this time. It's the secret this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could go to the Anon question we have about Daenerys' storyline. Um, they asked, do you think Daenerys will go back to Marine or straight over the sea to Westeros? 
good question, mm. right? I mean, like, I, I think she's got to go back to Marine and gather her. I don't know. She left her people pretty quick before. <laughs> she did. That is true. I mean, I don't know. I guess there's a potential that they could meet her somewhere, but it feels like she'd have to go back. I don't know. And her uh, other children are there. Oh, yeah, her kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. She'd go back for the dragons, for sure. I don't know so much for her crew. <laughs> All right, what else do we got? Um, any speculation on Tyrion and Marine? Like, what could they possibly be doing with his storyline? Is he just going to sit there and wait? Or I kind of had this, like, weird thought about Tyrion, both in book and in show, where it was like, what if Tyrion never went back to Westeros? Like, what if his whole plot was basically like, yeah, you're good to be king here. I'm going to run along to Westeros. Like, what if that was it? I kind of like that. <laughs> he, like, nobody deserves him in Westeros. Well, he's just, just, I don't know. Like, it kind of would give Danny an out to, aban- you know, abandon Marine and Slaver's Bay to be like, hey, this dude kind of knows what he's doing. I'm out. That would be I interesting, kinda like actually. It. I mean, who knows? Who fucking knows? It is entirely possible. Do you think fans would be okay with no, that? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about Jorah? How do you think the grayscale's gonna play into things? Is it gonna be like an epidemic? I think we've theorized <laughs> yeah, about this before. Thought about that. Is he patient zero? That's the question. I mean, I feel like grayscale, the, the, the stakes get higher if it actually happens in Westeros, if that's where you see a huge grayscale outbreak. So, Imagine what shitty TV that's going to be, though. Like, oh, God, if I wanted to watch The Walking Dead, I would. (laughs) Oh, now it's a cholera outbreak. Hey, it's like the best of both worlds. I I watch both shows. (laughs) I mean, Game of Thrones already has zombies, so I don't know. Is he going to be the one to release the other dragons, like, as a self-sacrificing move, since he knows he has limited time? Oh, like B. Quentin? Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's possible. Uh, Roasted Jorah? I guess, yeah. Although I think that they should like Jorah. Like, he should be stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one likes their stepdad, okay? They, like, they barely like Danny. <laughs> Barristan was grandpa. Grandy's <laughs> like your little sister. Dario's daddy. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dario's your daddy. <laughs> He's a cool so, dad. <laughs> before we go on to uh, Bravos, does anybody want to add anything else about Essos? Any interest? Any new news? I haven't really been keeping up. I keep looking to see any like potentially hot dudes that could be Dothraki, but I haven't really seen any. Oh God! Yeah, let me give me those news. I need images just so yeah. you know, <laughs> if you come across anything. <laughs> Or it didn't happen. All right, let's go to Bravos. <laughs> okay, so the story, of course, in Bravos does center around Arya, um, but more importantly, what can we assume happens with Mace? <laughs> does well, he head back to King's Landing? Yeah, you know, with like, oops, I seem to have lost a King's Guard, or what's going to happen? <laughs> There's actually Mace news today that he is actually going to head back to King's Landing, and that there's going to be a confrontation where Olena blames him for. Um, Marjorie and Loris's imprisonment, and it looks like perhaps he sends in Tyrell soldiers into King's Landing. So all of a sudden today, all the Ooh. Mace news broke after like nothing. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Here I was like 
leading in with that, like kind of jokingly, but that's kind of like amazing news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. And it feels a little bit wind spoilery because just because of the way that Randall Tarley is poised in, in King's Landing in the books, you know, there's, there's a lot of speculation that there will be Tyrell st- sp- uh, soldiers going into King's Landing to either, you know, rescue Marjorie or possibly avenge Marjorie or something. So yeah, it, it, it feels like definitely we're going to see a little bit of spoilerage there. And I think it has That's to exciting. because there's no Egan as a threat. Mm-hmm. Landing, so there, you know, it seems like there has to be another outside threat. Wow, I, I don't. I'm kind of looking forward to the exchanges with Mace and Olana. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of fun. Yeah, those are fun scenes. <laughs> Poor Mace, he's gonna get right. it. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's let's go on to Arya, who's um, central in the Bravos area. Um, what do we see happening with her storyline? Like, um, I think we left off. She was going blind, so they're obviously going to do that. Do you think we're going to get any warging? I don't know. If they, I mean, it feels like they're kind of keeping the warging to probably just Bran. I feel like if they were going to do warging, we would have seen signs with John, and we didn't really. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, it's, it's kind of weird with the blind thing, though, because she hasn't. You know, those pictures that were being leased and, uh, released and the um, spoilers about her storyline, they were saying a lot of people that were watching it said that her and her stunt double weren't wearing any contacts. So she's definitely going to be unblind probably halfway yeah. through the season then? So she's going to somehow get her sight back. Didn't she have problems with the contacts? Like, I remember a tweet. I mean, they could, like, be yeah, do it good. afterwards, like, in the computer. That's, That's what I think. Was, she was like, I don't think they would like your contact yeah. CGI this. <laughs> Especially for action scenes. I don't think they would want to obstruct their vision. Well, you know, be oh. in pain at least. Yeah. Especially dude. if it's like fast action. Yeah, good point. Actually, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, like, I, don't we all expect the blindness to be cleared up fairly quickly? I mean, I expect that to be gone within an episode or two. Um, and what 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 episode was it? People are saying it, it's five or six that we're seeing this wave yeah. chase, or yeah, it's five or six because it looks like that the director is Mark Mylod, and he's the director of episodes five and six. I thought he was the director of seven and eight. Oh wait, he is seven and eight. Sorry. Oh yeah, Jack Sorry. Bender's five Bender's and six. Bender's five right? and eight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So seven and eight. So it looks like um, she'd be in Bravos at least through seven. Yeah, wow. for most of the season. And with these spoilers that she's going to be in the Riverlands, which, is that even fully a spoiler or is that a well, rumor? I thought it was confirmed and I, I saw that, um, someone was calling out that's... specifically that the acting troupe that's being cast is a traveling troupe. And I thought that'd be kind of an interesting way maybe for her to make her way back to us, to, uh, Westeros as a member of a traveling acting troupe, which actually would be really fun. Like, it'd be kind of a fun storyline. I feel like they're going to in on the crossroads and meeting up with Hot Pie at some point, too. <laughs> you know, wow. to play at the end of the crossroads. <laughs> yeah, no, this hey, actor's gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the acting troupe thing is interesting, so it's like, you wonder, is she gonna, brush with the acting troupe earlier in the season and then, like, escape with them later in the season. Like, it's kind of hard Ooh, to tell. That's um, a good thought. Clearly she pisses off the waif, waif in between and the waif is trying to kill her, so. Waif seems like she's pretty easy to piss off. Right. <laughs> perpetual state of pissed off. <laughs> do you think then if, well, if I kind of like this idea of this acting troupe. So do you think we then must be getting a Mercy chapter content, do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 
everything but the raft stuff, I guess. Yeah, we're, that's what we're probably going to see. Well, and, and with Mace going back to King's Landing, you're like, is she going to hitch a ride with Mace? Although it seems like Mace is probably going to be going earlier in the season. I don't know. It's hard to tell. And some of the casting for the acting troupe is very, like, there's a, there's a cast that's clearly either Joffrey or Tommen. There's, you know, it's just very obvious that they're going to do the actual, like, story within a story, which again, I think could be really fun. Oh, yeah. If she's playing Sansa, and I mean, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think it, it's funny how Bravos is becoming one of the things I'm looking most forward to as the spoilers come out. Yeah. Agreed. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was interesting right mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's it's already kind of sounding gripping, so hopefully it will be. And it's funny, I'm seeing a lot of pushback. Like, people are upset that, that there are spoilers that Arya might be back in Westeros in Season 6. And I'm like, why is anyone surprised by this? Obviously, she has to get back to Westeros. Why Why is this shocking? Yeah. She's not going to just stay in Bravo. Like, no. Tyrion's going to stay in Marine. Bravo. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask that if Arya is going back to Westeros, so you think, you think we're going to see any of her kills I from her list? Walter yes. Frey. Yep, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Oh. I'm getting excited for season six, guys. I never thought I'd say that. Suckers. Guys, like, I've always been here. <laughs> All right. Um, do we have any more uh, Aria news that I might have missed, or do you think we can go on? Think of any? No. All right. So. Let's go to Dorn. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're getting more Dorn. It looks like, and uh, we did get a ton of uh, anon questions. And when I say ton, I mean well, it was one, but they asked a bunch. Okay, so they ask. I hate to be that person. But what purpose do you think Dorne will serve in season six, since it's evident that we will be seeing it again? Will we see Ilaria and her gang flee or get executed by Dorne? Will there ever do the fire and blood speech? Thoughts? Uh, good question. I think I think it's just to execute them. Oh, well, I'm hoping. That's just wishful thinking. Oh, like that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Ilaria, yeah. Or there could, or you know, Tristan could get killed, and then we'd flash to Doran, who'd be all pissed, kind of setting them up as a safe harbor for Danny in the future. So maybe they're really short part of the storyline in season six, kind of building up to being a bigger part in season seven, or at least being logically like a place that she would go. Yeah, I mean, Ugh, it definitely feels like that must be more. what they're doing with Dorne on the show. I mean, I know we had some discussion about Dorne possibly filling an Aegon-type place, but it does feel like she, they're just going to be Danny support when she gets to Westeros. So, yeah, it would make sense to just kind of check in with them, wrap up a couple of their little storylines, and then just kind of put them on ice until Danny's around, I guess. Hmm. So, definitely <laughs> like, a lot more Dorne in our future. Storm envelop everyone in Dorne. <laughs> <laughs> it just sinks into the ocean. That'd be great. Flash to a hotel, like with a sad, like sadly shaking his head. I'd be fine if he was the only survivor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I also hear there's um potentially there might be a flashback scene this season. Another one, one of those things they said they'd never do. Um, Tower of Joy is what I've been That's hearing. Confirmed. Yeah, I think it's confirmed. Yeah. 
is kind of crazy that they actually have confirmed that already. Um, and then there's kind of this, this story about the, the young Ned and other young Starks and young Hodor scene, which is yeah probably going to be a flashback or a brand vision or something. Well, and there is casting for a young brunette stunner between the ages of 18 and 20, which sure could be Liana. Nah, uh, why would they need Liana for the Tower of Joy? I have no idea. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then um a legendary fighter as well, wasn't there a casting for oh, yeah. that description? And of course that immediately yeah. springs to mind we're, Arthur we're Dane. I'm sure that's Arthur Dane now for mm-hmm. sure. He better be hot. <laughs> you know, did you guys hear the rumor? I don't know if anyone watches Vikings. Does anyone watch Vikings? The show? No. I've no. seen gifts. I know. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it on Tumblr. <laughs> there's a guy. From, I feel like I've watched it. There's a guy from Vikings. I don't, the character's name is Rollo. I don't actually know oh, his he, name. But I know him a, from the gifts. Do you, oh, yeah. There was, super <laughs> there was a rumor going around that he had been offered a role on Game of Thrones this season and that he turned it down. And so there was a lot of speculation that maybe that was Arthur Dane that he was offered. But who what? Not? Why would he turn it down? Because he's on a show of his own, I guess. I don't know. That's great. Conflict. Schedule conflict. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think that's all I got on Dorn. Yeah, there's, we haven't, we haven't had too much new information. A little bit from, um, Diobia Opera, who plays and, yeah. Ariel Hota, but. Yeah, they suppose they shoot next main. Yeah, it might yeah. be more. I don't think Dorn's gonna be That's, shown that much, though, so. Oh, do you think they've learned their lesson? <laughs> Sprinkles. Just give us a sprinkling. Don't double down. Don't, don't double down. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's go on to uh, Tarly Palooza, just like, but like a ton of Tarly. Um, Samuel, of course, is going to Old Town, and on that kind of, you know, a lot of questions coming from that. You know, is Gilly going with him? Is she going to be staying with him? Where is this Tarly meetup happening? Randall Tarly's been cast. Yeah, well, and Horn Hill has been cast. Actually, the the Tarly yeah. seat is is. Um, we know we has, we know it's been confirmed as a location. So, yeah, I guess it, it seems fairly obvious that Sam actually is going to go all the way home with Gilly and drop her off there. It seems like. I mean, that must be what they're doing, right? Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And uh, the kid that oh. they cast as Dick and Tarly is a pretty good-looking kid. I was a little surprised. <laughs> Much older, I think, than book Dick. And I don't know how old he is in the books, but I got the impression he was a little kid. I don't know. Anyone else? Yeah, he's a little tattletale. <laughs> Is that, is I think that he's like a squire ace with Brienne. Yeah, because he didn't give a shit about Brienne. He was just doing it to be a tattletale. <laughs> How do you know that? I'm just assuming. <laughs> he sounds like his father's son. Oh, God. Yeah, well, there's been speculation now that we know that Ian McShane isn't playing Randall Tarley, that maybe it's Richard E. Grant. But that seems like a weird casting choice to me. I feel like it can't be him. And I don't know. Anyone have thoughts? Uh, no, I never really thought um, Ian McShane was going to be Tarly. I, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to use him for that. I had somebody else in mind, <laughs> but I could totally be wrong. Oh, did, I mean, you, I think, did you fan cast? Like, I I thought like Victorian. <laughs> yeah, that's. that's Nobody bad. agrees. So that's fine. <laughs> People did think that. Yeah, back when we yeah when we didn't know that. Where when, when well. 
we've been fairly sure that Victorian wasn't in, but it's pretty obvious now that they aren't doing a Victorian character. Although they are no? doing Aaron. Oh. Aaron and Euron. Haven't announced that. What about like, like um... physically you need like you kinda need someone that's not like the thin the tall, thin type to be Tarly just to contrast him with like a Kevin, with a with a Roos, with kind of these other characters like that. You kinda need maybe someone a little bit earthier looking. Yeah, Even if they're an asshole, old dude, for Palma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think it. I, I mean, I just pictured someone really burly, and Richard E. Grant doesn't fit that at all for me. So I just can't imagine that it would be him. And um, I think Freddie is it. Freddie Storma is that how is that his name? Storma. 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 Yeah. He's. I mean, he for an older Dickon, he's kind of perfect. If you look at him, he does kind of look a little bit like John Bradley, and he kind of compl- obviously we you know we can see that he's played kind of that you know a dick. So <laughs> <laughs> assuming that Dickens a dick, I think he'll be great. Dickens a dick for sure. You think so? Yeah. On the show he will be, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Cuz they need to contrast Sam who's like this gentle this big gentle guy. So will he hit on hmm. Gilly then? Ooh, probably. I mean, it's Game of Thrones. They're gonna have somebody trying to get into her pants. Uh, that that makes me uncomfortable yeah. thinking about it. I can't go there. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't. I don't know for sure that. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they're gonna be doing that, but I wouldn't be surprised. If no, as soon as you said it, I was like, shit. That's totally what they're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has an air of truth about it. So if um, I guess we see. Gilly dropping off his baby mama and baby at his homestead, and then what? Going on to Old Town and do maester training? I guess is that likely? He's on like the night school express route, you know. Right? I mean, like, what is the point of doing this? There's no time for him to actually learn anything. I can't figure it out. I don't know. There's there's kind of this air this season of of kind of a a treading water or. Or at least exposing that maybe last season was treading water somewhat. I mean, it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, I feel it's like it's less going on. Well, I mean, in the book, Sam is doing this... You know, Sam is also kind of doing something that doesn't seem like he has nearly enough time for, you know? I mean, he's going to be basically at the same point, so... And I mean, I think it's just a, a, to introduce the maester plot and everything, which I don't think the show will do, maybe? I don't know. I guess so, I don't know. Well, maybe he'll... Or maybe, or maybe just... he'll be like looking around. Oh, go ahead, go. Oh no, I was just gonna say something dumb. I was just gonna say maybe it's just to learn some like one vital piece of information. You know, another weakness maybe of the White Walkers. Just to learn like one super really important thing. I, mean, I don't feel like it's. It, I don't think he's gonna like take away. He doesn't have time to take away much from the training. So yeah, yeah that's true. It could be like one thing, and then he's like, "OMG, gotta get back." Yeah, that's what I feel. I don't know. Yeah, so is it the book on dragons? What is it? I mean, is it the book on killing dragons? Uh, who knows? Yeah, it'll be something. Or like that, that ice dragons exist or kind of... in the and are in the wall. Right. <laughs> or the book on killing ice dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a book. We can pretty much agree. Twilight Zone episode where it's like how to cook people, how to cook four people, how to cook. <laughs> Just revealing the dust off of it. Off of the top of it. You know they've got those This is like, this is the second, like, podcast you've brought up a Simpson reference, like, in a row. Sorry. (laughs) It's great. No, it's great. All right. 
Are we ready to move on to King's Landing? Sure, why not? I guess. Um, so, well, I guess uh, we had the Mace news, which was complete news to me. Um, there's not a whole lot coming out of King's Landing, but everyone has questions about King's Landing. It's probably where we got most of our questions. Oh, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> so Anon asks, what will Marjorie's fate be? Oh, God. How, I mean, like, there's just no way to know. I mean, like, in the books, I have a feeling that she may die. I, f- I have a feeling that somehow she doesn't survive her trial by combat. Or, I mean, her trial, I should say. Um, I don't know on the show, though, if, even if that is what happens in the books, I don't know if they do that. It's, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, could you imagine the people if Marjorie died, like in King's Landing, they'd lose their minds. They'd riot. But that would Which be- Which kind of makes me think she will. Yeah. Because <laughs> that sounds like something yeah. the show would do. Yeah. Well, and it, it I would- I feel like she was gonna make a play for Egan in the books, though. Like, that'll happen and she'd be like, hey. What up, number four? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like Aegon is already going to be married before he gets to King's Landing. But oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean she won't make a play. No, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have, I don't know. I'm, I have a funny feeling that the show won't kill her, and I have no idea what I'm basing that on. Just a hunch, I guess. So they will. Maybe she'll be pregnant. Oh, gross. <laughs> Isn't that a rumor, like... Isn't that a rumor that she's somehow going to get pregnant to, I guess, save her ass? Well, I mean, that's Why very Anne of her. Yeah, yeah, well, it was very typical of women who were sentenced to death back in the day. They claimed right? <laughs> I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> Why not? I, yeah, hell, I'd do it, right? right. <laughs> Keep my head on my neck. Why not? Oh, <laughs> yeah, and Loras, too. Right. I mean, it's funny. There were... how. Finn Jones has given a couple of interviews and, and kind of, you know, just usually the, the usual just like basic sound bites about, oh, you know, it's interesting what happens with Loris this year, but it seems like he does have some sort of storyline. So yeah, I don't know if, if Marge Which might die. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it is odd that he's got a part, but yeah. who knows? He seems so excited about it, which makes me think, okay, Loris is safe because he's like super happy about his storyline. <laughs> Maybe. I had the same or thought, yeah. Happens, like, he actually, like, does something. Like, I don't think he'd be, like, Maybe horrified yeah. if Loris died, if Loris actually, like, had something to do in the interim. You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. He may not be upset if it, if it meant more screen time before the death. Yeah. Maybe they're going to do the whole him joining the Kingsguard thing. Maybe oh. somehow he'll have to fight Frank and Gregor. Maybe. I mean, that could be. Maybe. I don't know how that could happen, but, you know, like a practice match. Well, like if, he, if he was, like, if he stood up for Marjorie in a trial by combat or something, I guess that well, could happen. Well, I guess, actually, he wouldn't need a champion for himself. He would just fight him himself, so oh, right. I guess that yeah. could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll so, like Jamie. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Oh, no. The undercard to clean the game bowl is Loris versus Jamie. Loris versus Jamie. <laughs> They're the warm-up. Yep. Oh, uh. All right, let's go on to the next one. Um, this is another Anon question. Hello, ladies. First of all, I should say I love your podcast. Why, thank you. You guys have the most interesting opinions and the best laughs ever. This is a really great Anon so far. <laughs> I have some random questions for you, though, about Season 6. I've been hearing that Casterly Rock might happen. 
Do you think it will happen? And if so, who will they send there? Cersei post-trial, Jamie both. How can this affect Jamie's plot and a Jamie Brand reunion? Just for speculation, of course. I'd like to hear what you guys. I have mean, to isn't say. this speculation based entirely on just a location that they scouted? I mean, I don't know that there's anything very concrete about about the. Spy yeah, spy. I was yeah. trying to find where that rumor started, and I was like, I think it was just some castles that they were, um, like early on in the season when they were showing castles and stuff. People just said, "Oh, that's Casterly Rock," and then everybody believing that Casterly Rock. Casterly Rock was going to be in this season. I mean, when you start looking at, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm done. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. We're done now. Given the given the number of locations that we already have talked about, like really, I don't think you can possibly throw. I mean, now of course I've jinxed it, and it will be in. But my God, like. Yeah, and I was There's looking at the no filming room. schedule. Yeah, and the filming schedule, it looks like every place already has, like, um, it's, like, Essos or Girona is King's Landing and um, Old Town and Bravos. But, like, all the other places seem like they're, the casting calls are for, like, Essos um, extras. Yeah, they do, they do seem like mostly associate casting calls. Um, yeah, I don't, I would be shocked if we go to Casterly Rock this year. I mean, I'm not saying it would never happen on the show, but I would be surprised if it was this season, I guess. Yeah, I mean, season seven, you can kind of imagine like, well, we don't have Marine to kick around anymore, and we don't have Bravos. <laughs> so maybe we don't have, don't, you know, we have a little bit of Dorn, maybe you can start to add, you know, there's something else, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I feel like story-wise, if anything really happens at Casterly Rock in the books, I think it's probably not in Winds, or if it is, it's very late, which means it probably isn't going to be this season. I don't, I don't know. I, I would be surprised. And as to why or who would go there, I mean, I guess Cersei would make the most sense, but we'll just have to wait and see if it ever even materializes at all. I have no idea. <laughs> oh God, I would love to see it though. Can you imagine? That would be Lannister yeah, yeah. Heaven. Yeah, I've always wanted to yeah, see it. Yeah, I'd love to see that. All right, let's try the next Anon. Uh, we have, why did Game of Thrones drop Croatia as a location? Anyone know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have guesses. I have <laughs> I have a terrible, <laughs> possibly racist assumption that maybe it's just food related. I bet the food's better in Spain. <laughs> Are you kidding? I bet the food's way better in Croatia. No, I will bet you the food is way better in Spain. I don't know. Oh, I, I bet so. I'll bet it's that. I mean, I don't know. I, it seems I think like it's because, I think honestly they learned their lesson and they can't handle three countries simultaneously and it showed in Dorne yeah. and they were like, well, we can't do this shit anymore. And, um, Spain has more geographic diversity to do ESO, to do the ESOs and the Bravo stuff. I have an, I, I could be, and I have an idea too, like maybe the idea that summer is ending. They don't really need the hot zones anymore. It's, Everything's starting to look like winter. But they're hardly doing anything that looks wintry in Spain. It's mostly hot-looking stuff. Hmm. Well, <laughs> there goes my theory. I'm so proud of myself. I was so proud of myself. There could be, there could be financial reasons that maybe that Spain is giving them Yeah, I just, it just sounds like they're trying to handle their expenses better this year. Yep. I read something that, that, like... Um, Oh gosh, I just read it before we started recording this. Um, that 
the extras in Croatia were shouting like political things in their language and I don't know if it made it onto the show or not, but that could have been um, like a I heard about that during Cersei's walk, right? Yeah, and they were like shouting like death to whoever their and, president like, or prime minister or something. Yeah. yeah. So it could be like political reasons. Yeah. So he could have shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they did run into resistance trying to get that scene filmed last year. They had pushback from a couple of church people. I can't remember, like... Yeah, there was a huge thing. Yeah, what was the deal? I can't remember. It was it was some 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 church wouldn't let them film there or on their Yeah, it was something. So that might have been part of it, too. Yeah. I don't know. I find it funny because I feel like in Spain they just got mobbed everywhere that they went last year. So I was a little surprised that they went back at all. Just because... Although of- it looks like they're, yeah, they're going to some more um, outlying areas, though, too. Like, I think... Would help. The water gardens and, you know, that location in Seville is pretty, pretty packed. Yeah, let's face it, it's a big business. They just probably went with whoever gave them the lowest tax rate. <laughs> okay, I killed that one. <laughs> oh my god, we have to talk about taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> but, um, what I'm wondering, though, is um, what are your thoughts on um, the aftermath of Cersei's trial? Do you think we're going to get to see a subdued, calmer, an unsettling Cersei this season? <laughs> no, we're going to get I do. Vengeful. I don't want subdued, calm Cersei. I want freaking psycho, horrible Cersei. I think no. after she's unsettling or hears of Marcella, she's going to be back to psycho. Mm. At least towards mm. Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably we're gonna gonna be where we see the most um, kind of drama from her is is her interactions with Jamie and maybe Tom and um, yeah, you have a feeling that probably her public face is gonna be a little quieter. But I mean, it's a good question. I you, you kind of danced around a little bit there a lot, and that is like, what are they gonna do with her trial? Is it just gonna be? straight up trial by combat like right off the bat in the season or are they going to draw it out and wait till the end of the season I mean it's it's really hard to know I mean if if they really are going to be treading some water if they don't want to get too deep into wins I, I have no idea what they'll do with her this season do you think that she's going to survive this season I mean, I wouldn't, I would have said no before they really started talking about a season eight. And it seems obvious that either a season eight or like a, a double size season seven is going to happen. And in that case, I mean, they could keep her till, till the next season. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would say I'm on the fence. She, she could still die this season. She's definitely going to die. It's like, oh, who's going to, yeah, who's going to gonna beat Frank and Gregor? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to get hype on you lot? Come on. <laughs> Come on, hype it I swear up. To God, this show doesn't fucking do Clegane Bowl. I am gonna just scream. Like, how could they not? <laughs> the whole internet survives like six inches if they do. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I've got a boner just thinking about it. <laughs> 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 well, uh, what about uh, Kevin and Pycelle, they're, they're alive and well. Um, what you. roles are they going to be playing? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Guile. We don't need to bring that up. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I don't know. What do you think they're going to... Are they going to make it out alive? Off the season, you think? I mean, maybe just to subvert expectations, since we all thought they would already be dead. 
Well, I kind of feel like maybe they're the casualties in a Tyrell Lannister hoedown. Could be. Yeah, I might be surprised about that. I kind of just think, yeah, yeah. Now I'm not. Now I'm more leaning towards him dying at the end of the season after you said that. Yeah, it's possible. Hmm. It just seems like there needs to be some stakes in the battle, you know. There needs to be people dying this season. Yeah. There's got to well, be constant we well, know like, and are familiar so, with. So yeah, people, yeah, like main, like big. Well, I mean, Kevin's not that big of a character, but. So what you're saying is Game of Thrones needs more death. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <laughs> from That's how awesome. they do things, from how they, speaking from their perspective, they're gonna they need to kill off some main players. Oh yeah, that we know of this season. I mean, when you look at the number, yeah, when you look at the number of characters they have this season, they need to kill off a shit ton of people. Like, my <laughs> God, they have a lot of characters. Gotta thin the herd. Well, with the faith militant kicking around, we could we could be getting a lot of death. Yeah, kill them all. Wait, I mean, kill them all. <laughs> oh my God, Run them all. on this thing. <laughs> Well, because, yeah, they are going to be pretty big players this season. I think I could see them continuing with that, the Faith Militant. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure they're, they're going to be they're gonna be causing some trouble. <laughs> Do we have any, like, pictures or anything like that about them or rumors? I mean, we have a rumors? picture of some of the sparrows walking around smiling, but, I mean, I think they're just, like, in between <laughs> scenes. They weren't actually smiling. <laughs> yeah. They were, were they drinking coffee and eating sandwiches? <laughs> no, because the food's not that good in Spain. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Jesus, it's delicious. Oh my god, <laughs> no, but I, I think it's good. I just think Croatia would have better food. What are you basing that on? No, Spain versus Spanish. To our Spanish and Croatian listeners, <laughs> battle it out on iTunes. Send us a review. <laughs> uh, no, but like seriously, I think that they're going to use the faith militant the same way that they did last year. I think they're going to be kind of a looming threat in King's Landing. Um, clearly the High Septon is back and we know that Lancel's gonna be back. I mean, there's gonna be, there's gonna be kind of that continuing threat. The question is, will they clear it out by the end of the season? Is that what the Tyrells are gonna do? I don't even know. Oh, that's a good thought. Then leaving the Tyrells at the end of the season looking like they're somewhat triumphant and then you have the looming Targaryen threat. Although, as a viewer, watching like the Tyrells oh. get burninated isn't nearly as satisfying as watching it happen to Cersei. True. That is that's very true. true. Yeah. Like, you kind of want to see her gloating and literally see the shadow of a dragon, like, being ridden by Tyrion flying over her head. Well, I mean, it looks... I don't... I'm on Team Lannister. I'd like to actually see the Tyrells get incinerated. (laughs) But in the books, it does feel like Cersei's going to have a resurgence. You get the feeling that Cersei's going to have one last, you know... One last thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so I I do feel like Cersei will be back in power at some point. Based on that, then, do you feel like the Hound is going to lose Clegane Bull? No. I don't think Clegane Bull will be (laughs) Cersei's trial by trial. Real? Okay. Personally. (laughs) No, I can see that. I think it's in my head that way, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. I I just like the idea of it so much. I know. I don't think it's happening in the books. I think it's happening on the show, I should say. But yeah, I mean, how? Who wouldn't love the idea of it? I mean, are we not human? Like, yeah, because who else do you want to see? Greg, what's his name? Uh, Sir Robert Strong, right? Yeah. <laughs> who else would you want to see him battle? You know, he's gonna win. Like he'll kill Lancel for in Cersei's trial, 
and then like there'll be some fight later on that Sander will get him. Right, right. Yeah. I'd like to see Brienne fight him. <laughs> oh god, oh, no. I don't know. Have a heart to save Jamie. <laughs> Sorry. Writing the fanfic episode is next week. Lot. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> September 21st. <laughs> Send your questions in. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, can we go on to the veil or is there any other oh, King's Landing stuff? Well, one last thing for King's mm. Landing. Oh, I, I think it was yeah. King's Landing. I'm not even sure. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, wasn't there this piece of news that uh, they're filming a scene where they needed 500 uh, extras and then some vital character or major character, I think it was worded, was like on a oh, horse. Yeah. On a horse. Yeah. Like walking up a cathedral. Yeah, that's right, dude. That's yeah. kind of King's Landing, right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. If I'm not mistaken. Is that Mace rolling back into town? Oh God, he's not gonna ride up awesome. on a horse. <laughs> he's not a major. Everyone was saying it was Cersei. Like I, I was on chat like uh, two days ago, and everyone was saying Cersei. That would that would have some symmetry to it. I could see it being Cersei. Yeah, like what if? Yeah, like after winning her trial or something. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that now. They're supposed to be filming that this week, right? So we're probably going to find out. Oh, we'll find out for sure. If there's 500 extras, I'm pretty sure someone's going to slip a pick. <laughs> yeah. Really what if it's Daenerys back in Marine? Uh, maybe. Why would she ride a horse? On a she horse? Could ride, she ride Drogon. Yeah. Because she's Dothraki again. <laughs> <laughs> she's the Khaleesi. Oh, yeah, or Khaleesi. Oh, she's gonna be yeah, so no. Yeah. Just give me the Dorath Dothraki. This is when she's palatable to me. When there's some hot Dothraki men surrounding her. <laughs> Are there not hot Dothraki men? I have yet to see them. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the requirements when they cast them. <laughs> As it should be. Hot Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Alright. Let's go into the veil. Um there's I don't think there's a whole lot of veil news. Um I think I read somewhere we're getting sweet Robin back. Woohoo! Yeah, we talked a lot about the veil in our last episode, but I don't think we've heard anything new about the veil since, have we? Well, I mean the spoiler that came out today about filming the battle in snow, uh like I who the hell is fighting? Oh, you think that's gonna be Could- the all nights? Maybe. I just, you know, it's like, I don't know what else they're doing or who's fighting who. I guess the Veil, vale, no, the Veil vale Knights and the Boltons? Uh, yeah, that's who it would have to be, right? I, I, that would make sense, like, Littlefinger trying to play an angle, like he's... I mean, he said he was going to send his knights, whoever would win the, you know, Winterfell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's possible that it is the Veil vale Knights, who knows? Interesting. Are they tag teaming? Right. Uh, like them and the Northern Lords are tag teaming the Boltons or something? Oh, uh, that could be. I kind of like that actually in a weird way. All right. Uh, I think that's it for the Vale. Riverlands. Uh, we had some casting indicating that the Riverlands, of course, are in season six. Probably the big one was Septon Maribold, which I think you guys discussed. Yeah, season, we did. Last update mm-hmm. yeah. quite a bit, I Although now it seems it's more uh, likely to be Ian McShane. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because oh. he's not Randall Tarley, and he's not Aaron Greyjoy, and he's yeah. not Aaron Greyjoy. <laughs> and it's a big and role yes. with, it's a small role with an important part. Impact. With a, yeah, yeah with a important impact. impact. 
So basically, he's just gonna like he's just gonna like cruise out, say the broken man speech, and then he's back out. <laughs> Again, the internet will check on the way out. Singes. He's gonna like raise a curtain. He's gonna give a soliloquy, and then curtain falls. Maybe it'll be part of yeah. the play. <laughs> <laughs> I did see some speculation that he could be in the theater troupe, but yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah, clearly he's somewhere involved with the outlaws and the Septon Maribald thing or whatever amalgam of Septon Maribald and the elder brother or whatever it might be does make kind of sense with him, I think. So I wonder if he'll be talking to Jamie then instead of Brienne. Would be so weird. That's a good question. Like, like Jamie be like, why the fuck are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone <laughs> speculating. They were like, what if they recast the Blackfish and it's Ian McShane now? And I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. Why would they recast oh, the Blackfish? I don't know if they couldn't get him back. You, why, have you seen him in a lot of things? Oh. I just feel like people would be like, yes, I'm coming back to the world's most popular show. Turn down. Yeah, that one guy turned it down, apparently. Supposedly. It's a rumor. Yeah, but he's super hot. He is so hot. I really wish so. he'd gotten on the show. <laughs> As like a Dothraki. <laughs> As a Dothraki, you said it. I was going to. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if, uh, I guess if we have Septon Maribald, then what do you think the chances are we're going to have a hound well, I think interaction? Worry's been spotted in Belfast, so I, I feel like we're at like DEFCON 1 here. Wait, which which would be like a high DEFCON, like one or five? I actually don't know which direction the DEFCONs go. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever what kind of Americans are you? Worst. <laughs> but no, come on. I mean, like Sanders back this season. He has to be. I don't even doubt it for a second. I mean, we kind of thought it even before we heard about him being in Belfast. So, and I mean, now I kind of feel like you know. Arya's gonna see Hot Pie at the end, and then she's gonna see Sander, like, when the theater troupe is chilling at the quiet, at somewhere, and then, you know, <laughs> like, getting the old gang back together. Well, there we go. I mean, honestly, I wanna see, like, I wanna just see a pic, at least. I find it hard to believe that someone spotted him, and no one's taking a picture of him, because, you know, at least with Kit, there's been a lot of pictures. Has anyone got mm-hmm. a picture of Gwen in Belfast this year? Oh yeah, that one no. kid yeah. had a picture with everyone. Oh right. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was someone she was like out and about to, and in, in the car like a really fancy taxi, because <laughs> you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's pretty true. Well. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see who Sander runs into because clearly he has to run into someone that we know. I mean, they're they're gonna want that moment. And Jamie would make a weird sort of sense to run into Sander as well. I mean, if Bron, well, if Bron's with Jamie, yeah. I mean, there you go too. Oh they yeah, history. Oh, yeah. I don't see it. I just don't. How do they? How do they do that? But I guess they. I don't know. I, just, I mean, like, what we're what we're talking about, like Jamie in the Riverlands. We have no fucking idea what that means. I mean, it could mean anything. For sure, he's in the Riverlands. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Some pretty good sources who've always been solid are saying that they have heard that yes, he's in the Riverlands. And, and then if you are in Iceland, yeah. he. So is Brienne in the Riverlands? Do we know that? We don't know. We don't know. No. There's no. There's really. I mean, like it would be so surprising, but then on the other hand, I don't know why I'm ever surprised by anything on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, we did get quite a lot of questions about this region. Um, the first is from King's Token, who asks, I wonder what you guys thought about the rumor that Nikolai was spotted on a flight to Iceland. What does it mean? Is Jamie going to Riverlands or somewhere else? Wacky? You know what's so funny about this King's Token is like when I first heard this, um, I like was on Skype and talking to it was like you, Guile, right? And I was like, Oh my god, Nikolai going to Iceland, and I immediately thought he was going north. I assumed they were going to go put him on a glacier and, and shoot some snow scenes, but Guy was like, no, no, it's Riverland shit. And I was like, oh shit, you're right, it is Riverland yeah. shit. <laughs> you were like, they sent him to the wall. I was, I was. I was like really excited for him, and I was like, oh my I god. Mean, in theory, they could, you know, in theory, you, you like, he brings back Marcella's body, and they're like, fuck you. You're out of the King's Guard, and I'm sending you to the wall. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could happen. This and is that makes you know, sense. And there is a leadership void, so maybe, like, Jamie is the 999th commander. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, Jon Snow wakes up after his resurrection. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lannister. <laughs> I woke up in a parallel He'd dimension. be pissed. <laughs> I woke up in a parallel dimension, all right. <laughs> Kill me again! Kill me again! <laughs> and then Mal it's will fun. start like slinking up to him. I don't know. Oh my gosh! No! Also, <laughs> get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> but if Jamie was going to the wall, then why would Bronn be going with him? Because I can't yeah. see him as going yeah. to the wall. Right. No. I mean, I'm sure no, he's not going Bron to the wall. Would. But I mean, you could come up with a scenario where it could make. Yeah. Sense. No, definitely. I think he's going to get sent, like, basically sent... I think he's going to get kicked out of the Kingsguard, and I think he's going to get sent to the Riverlands to, like, mop up these um, these bandits that are roaming around. So, like, not that dissimilar from Feast, in a way. Do you think he's going for the bandits? Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of any other reason. I could see Kevin sending him there. Well, there's Walder. He'd be sent to help Walder with something, because I can't imagine that Walder isn't going to get into a difficult political position with what's going on in the North. But I don't know. I can't imagine. Can you imagine Jamie just being like, "Are you kidding?" Like, I really? Don't the phrase, that. Jamie. The thing that's weird though is he's alone with Braun. Like, there's been no mention of an army going with him or anything like that. So it's like, why is it just him and Braun? Like, yeah, which they can't afford that many horses. <laughs> yeah, like. I a couple of opinions on Reddit, and some people were saying, oh, does he even go back to King's Landing if he's just with Braun? Like, what if he just heads, like, he just pieces out and just heads straight to the river then? <laughs> he just I leaves Marcella's body on the boat and then jumps overboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put her in a life raft, push her towards shore, <laughs> take off. Buried her like a tully. <laughs> Braun's got good experience with those, li- with those, uh, fire arrows from Blackwater, so it'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're hired. Well, we kind of covered this question, but I'm going to go ahead and read it just to acknowledge that she sent it in. It was from Rose Papillon, <laughs> Aaron, and who is Brienne of Tarth on Tumblr. And she had asked, I got one. What scenes do you think Nikolai is filming in Iceland? And so we either think it's the wall or the Riverlands. So there We're you go. like all over the place. Could be anywhere in half of Westeros. Ready, go. <laughs> All right, uh, we got uh, Mo, who is useful spinster on Tumblr, and she's asking, "Hi, ladies. Here are my questions. How do you think D and D will get JB back together, and how deep into the season will it happen? And how would you get? 
uh, JB back together in the show. Also, if Jamie is going to be going through the Riverlands, do you think he'll run into Sam's storyline or the Greyjoys on his way to King's Landing, Cersei, and ultimately Brienne? And then lastly, do you guys think Bane City will happen on the show and when? Love you guys, Mo. Oh, God, it's a loaded <laughs> question, Mo. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, logic... Oh, go ahead, Chicky. No, go ahead with your logic, because I need some logic. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know that Brienne is ever going to find Sansa. Like, it kind of seems like it would be a cop-out for her to choose Stannis, but then run into Sansa and Theon. Like, that just seems like, well, you made your choice, but you and you chose, you know, you made your choice, yeah, but we're going to let you have both, both anyway. So if she doesn't find Sansa and she hears Sansa's, you know, hears through the grapevine or whatever that Sansa's gone and she's let Sansa slip through her fingers, she's let Arya slip through her fingers, maybe she is in that moment of, like, despair and is, like, I'm just going to slink back to King's Landing. I'm going to slink back to Tarth. So she's heading south, like, despondent about failing. <sighs> that would be well, so fucking depressing. Trying to find Arya again, but I, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be more of like a, I am a failure. I failed at this, and kind of like in the book where she's thinking about wanting to cry on Jamie's shoulder yeah. and wonder to comfort yeah. her, and then she runs. I into could the see her and whatnot. Yeah, I could see her wanting to return the sword. Yeah, yeah, she's she not failed. worthy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just have this baby. thing in my head. The show has made such a big fucking deal of this whole Valyrian Steel thing and been so clear that Oathkeeper is Valyrian Steel. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine her going south. I can only really picture her continuing to go further north, um, personally, on the show, just the way that they've set it up. Um, I, and so I have a hard time... Well, when it comes she doesn't to- know. Yeah, she, did, she doesn't know that it's, like, it could... Like there's this war going on up there by the wall that her and her sword can kill these things. But here's the thing: she doesn't have to go north. The White Walkers go south. That is, and you know, yes, Danny yes. has find out pretty damn quick. Tri- well, but Danny's <laughs> had those visions of a battle at the Trident. You know, so I mean, if what you know, if we think that last scene of season six is going to be the wall coming down or something, then you got White Walkers. You know in theory, in the Riverlands or at the Neck or somewhere that, you know, it would be more, you know, you could conceivably see her being. Yeah, that's possible. It's kind of harder in the books, but um, I think in the books they'll have the detour to the Vale. Uh, Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to know. I mean, obviously in the books they're together, so it's like, oh, God, it's like trying to figure out how the show would do it is, is tough to do. And, like, will the show do it? I'm still on the fence with that. Um, I could see them doing maybe the orphan inn or something with her. I mean, it's possible. Like, on her way yeah. back, if she's going she back. She could go south. I mean, if they sword. decide they want her to meet up with Jamie, they just have her go south. <laughs> that could be what happens. Yeah, I, I, I am more they don't really have to, they don't have to be as geographically precise as we are. Like, she's somewhere in the middle of Westeros. Like, yeah. they don't necessarily have to distinguish, like, no, I'm passing through the border from the Riverlands to the north. You know, like, they can kind of play that part fast and loose. See, I guess my theory personally with the show is more about him, about Jamie ending up going north, like whether he gets into the Riverlands and hears tales about Brienne. I mean, if anyone's going to run into Hot Pie, I feel like it's Jamie more than likely. Oh, please let that happen. 
that was what was going to happen. I was like, well, he's become the touchstone in the Riverlands. So I could see Jamie go north. And that's just kind of what I have in my head. Like, if they're going to do it, I feel like Jamie goes north. That's what I think. Can Hot Pie have created, like, some blue dye that he puts oh <laughs> and makes for, like, a, makes him, like, a blue cookie? I meant this Is this, like, the wench-shaped like bread we were talking yeah. about before? Blue frosted cookie or, like, a sword-shaped blue frosted cookie? <laughs> Sure, sure, Kyle. We can have that. Like super elaborate and amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a sign at the end. Hot pie's famous wolf bread. (laughs) I'm just imagining like a really bad shaped cookie of Brian's face. Like, (laughs) like this looks like her. (laughs) And then Jamie's like, "Yep, that's her." All right. Well, the other part of her question was, uh, Mo's question was, uh, do you think Bane City will happen on the show and when? <laughs> I think those characters are going to have them reunite in quotes at the end of episode 10 oh to have God, it mirror the, the Cersei thing. I know. Yeah. And I it's like, it, I don't want to be sitting nice. here. Yeah, I want it to be by episode 6. <laughs> yeah. I think I they be- might reunite by like episode 7. Or, but no earlier than seven, either seven oh, or ten. <laughs> but, yeah. I could and see it Bank being a cliffhanger. City, yeah, Bank City, I don't think will happen. They're so next popular. City, <laughs> or next season. Next <laughs> City? <laughs> I don't know if oh, Brienne yeah. is in danger. can kind of picture this Brienne in, you know, Brienne in danger, injured scenario, and before they know it, they're fucking. <laughs> Accidentally <laughs> fucking in the Riverlands. Like, I'll take it. I can see him like inspecting her wounds and then they're fucking. <laughs> You're not her here. Sam Tarly style, right? <laughs> Do it in Tar- All right. style. <laughs> All right. So the next one is in a non-question and it's contradictory to what we've already talked about. Um, but it says there is zero news of Nick in Iceland. I bet he is also filming in Route 435, Iceland, the place where Gwen and Rory filmed their fight. No one knew Gwen filmed in that place until a random person recorded a video while driving by the mountains and caught a glimpse of Gwen and Daniel. Jamie's probably looking longingly at one of those rocks in the mountains. <laughs> sure, like Not really a question, but a statement. <laughs> I, mean, maybe. I wonder if Sadly Jamie's going to be like, in the actively searching for Brienne when he leaves King's Landing, or if he's just going to stumble into her. I mean, don't you feel like he would ask questions about her? I mean, just like he yeah. kind of feels like doing it over and over, and just the people will make fun of him the way they do of Brienne for the maid of three and ten. I'm looking for a wench of whatever and whatever. Yeah. Nine feet tall. Giant wench with a mascot. <laughs> with a mascot. <laughs> Poor Okay, let's go to the Iron Islands. Um, There's kind of quite a lot of news coming out of here. Mostly casting stuff, right? With the Greyjoys. Yeah. Theon. Theon might be going back to the Iron Iron Islands, I think. Theon is there as of episode 5 and or Mm 6. Crazy. So what's that about? What is that about? God only knows what that's about. I mean, like, you know, there are a lot of theories that, that, that... Asha will get Theon back to the Iron Islands and try to make a play for the 
quote-unquote throne of the Iron Islands. I mean, like, who fucking knows, though? I mean, like, I have no idea, because it looks like he isn't actually there for the king's moot, right? He wasn't there for that, but... I think he was there for that, but, I mean, I think in our heads we thought the king's moot would be early in the season, but maybe it's just later in the season and we're not introduced to, you know, urine until episode five or six. I guess that's possible. Who fucking knows, dude? I got no fucking idea how Ash is going to find him or how he's going to find his way back there. I mean, how how would he even begin to from where he's at right now? I have no idea. And where the fuck is Sansa? Because you can't tell me that she's going to the Iron Islands. Like, that would be crazy. That's a good question. I think he's going <laughs> that is to a good question. Uh, meet up with Rick with... And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are... The Wait, last Yeah. Go, go to the Umbers lot where Rickon oh, is. Okay. But then how, how? do they separate? How? Yeah, like, <laughs> they this say, is okay, why... peace, I'm going my way, you're going your way, and then they're, like, by themselves. Like, See, this oh. is why I think Sansa has to run into Brienne. I think she's going to need Brienne. I don't know how she'd get anywhere in the North without Brienne. Yeah, right. that's the only reason why where I'm stuck, too, and where I think, well, maybe Brienne will run into Sansa. Or maybe this is Sansa's, like, big moment of doing it herself. Yes. Yeah. Achieving... <laughs> She's not like, like she's Superwoman. <laughs> but she could be like Alice Karstark, where she's, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe Mel gives that vision to a resurrected John, except it really is his sister riding on a, you know, riding on a dying horse, riding north, and instead of going to the wall, it's going to, um, you know, the Umbers. That would be kind of funny. This is like a weird AU where, like, first chance was Jane Poole, and now she's Alice Karstark. Oh, great. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> So is she can have frostbite too now. <laughs> poor San, poor Salsa. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, well let's do some of the questions we have from Seven Griffins. Will Euron Greyjoy and his crew become the new Sand Snakes? God, I hope not. Uh, I hope not too. Well, I find Euron so attractive. This guy who's playing. What's his name again, Kyle? Like Baby Dinklage. Right. <laughs> I was at the or, Danish or big, guy. Yeah, bigger Dinklage. Dude. I think he's good looking too. So. I think he's. I think he's hot. But, I, but not what I imagined for you on. But he's. No. Good. Yeah. Not what I imagined at all. Much younger. Right. A lot. Yeah. Younger yeah. For sure. But um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm down with that casting. Like so. he could be Alfie's uncle too. So. Yeah. That's yes. a, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, yeah, they, they look like him. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I well, feel, I don't know, I have a funny feeling that the Iron Islands won't be a total flop, and I have no idea what I'm basing that on, other than that I like Alfie. The way the guy looks. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's just like our, our intuition, right? Because I, like, I don't, I wasn't here, like, before season five started, but you guys said that before it started that you had a feeling Dorn was going to be horrible, and it was true. <laughs> that was me, just, well, just stating that yeah. for the record. <laughs> We thought Jamie going to Dorne was going to be horrible, I think. I mean, like, personally, I don't understand why they're doing either the Iron Island story or the Dorne storyline. I, I think both of them kind of lift right out. But Yeah, I don't know, like, with with Zanny with already having all of her ships, like, what, yeah, what, what are the Iron Islands, what, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, other than causing extra trouble that you don't necessarily need for the main storyline, I'm not really sure. But I will say for TV, I could see how the Iron Island story would play better. I mean, you know, like, they're pirates. They're just kind of automatically yeah. a little more interesting, I guess. I don't know. Saltier. Well, they're terrible, <laughs> so they're always a little more yeah. interesting. It's like in Doran, it's like, 
not everybody's a bad person. And so it's like, you know, not, not automatically kind of gripping you. Whereas, I mean, Euron is like an absolute horror of a human being. And I can only imagine that they're going to crank that up on the show. So. Unless he is like some sort of supernatural. Oh god. Character, you know, like, if that's the fact. <laughs> or if he has the horn to bind the dragons, I guess, like, if that's gonna play a part, yeah. then I guess he has to be introduced. I could see that. Mm, that could be. It definitely indicates that, that you like, know, I we haven't. I feel like he's playing for the other team. Like, the other's team, I guess. A lot of people think that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's possible. Who, who the fuck knows? <laughs> I feel like you've said that a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time Chicky says, "Who the fuck knows?" Take a drink. Make <laughs> a drinking game out of this. That is done and done. <laughs> I mean, it's just like we don't fucking know what. It's like even though you hear spoilers, you don't know what to do with them. It's just like where does this fit? I don't even fucking know. Like giant battle uh, in the north. Who? <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, one of the questions we did have sent in was from Sophie is bored. Uh, and I, we've kind of discussed it. It's, uh, if Theon has made it to the King's Moot, where do you think Sansa is and where is Brienne? Have they split up? So I think we covered it. Yeah, kind of. I guess we all got our theories out there, right? Yeah. Thanks for sending that in, Sophie. Okay. I think we can go on to Winterfell in the north now, if you guys are okay yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. So Osha and Rickon are back. Yes? Yeah, looks like it. I mean, we saw pictures of them together. So mm-hmm. are are we excited? <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, excited. I'm super excited. I expected it, I guess, but yeah, I am excited. I kind of expected it even last season, so. Mm-hmm. Rickon's going to be how, how you even more oh. that Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. That just makes me think even more that Sansa's gonna be meeting up with them, that they're bringing them back this season when she escaped from Winterfell last season, at the end of last season. Just, I don't know. That'd be nice if she could, like, hug her little brother. I feel like she's yeah, great. There's something positive, geez. And they even, she even knows <laughs> that he's alive, too, because Theon told her last season, yeah, so that's you think true. she Theon had to tell her for a reason. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, I could root for this. Now I am a little bit excited about Rickon. <laughs> <laughs> like just a kind of tiny little bit. Yeah. Well, and we had an. Uh, uh, well, they confirmed that it was Small John Umber that they were casting, right? Mm-hmm. And a Car Stark. Right. Yeah. So it definitely feels like there's going to be Rickon and Osha and everything, but you kind of get the feeling that there's going to be some kind of show version of the North Remembers involving some Northern Lords. Um. So it feels uh- like. That could be exciting. I mean, we'll wait and see, but. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Alright, let's go to the wall. Um, so, Jon Snow might not be dead, you guys. Just so what? you know. What? Really? What? <laughs> Kit. Kit Has Harrington's sightings. Has he been filming? I don't no, know. He's Although, busy. I think he only filmed for like four weeks, and so people were saying that like, only for Maybe four weeks. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, only for four weeks. They were saying that it wasn't enough time to film as much. That he might not have a big role this season, but I don't know. Oh, brother. I think I just saw recently, like, today, <laughs> that somebody spotted him in Belfast again. Oh, oh okay, I saw that mind. too, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot more filming to do, so he could be doing who knows what. But yeah, it's hard to, you know, it's tough to to know from how much time people spend filming, what that actually means in actual screen time. Because it's like, if you look at Hard Home, it's like, 
you know, there's just one chunk of an episode, but like, look at how many weeks it took them to film that. So it's like hard to know what that translates into as far as the yeah. show with just screen time. I mean, four weeks could have been enough for several episodes. Who even knows? Like Ben mm-hmm. Crompton is probably on set like more than anyone other than Kid Harrington. <laughs> hmm. Go ahead. And whoever, well, I whoever guess... plays Ollie. <laughs> oh God, the Ollie thing. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, yeah, he's going to be real pissed at Ollie when he wakes up. <laughs> you fucked up, Ollie. Right. He'll forgive him. He's Jon Snow. Oh, God, he probably will forgive him. It's such yeah, a dead thing to do. Right? He's, yes. he's just a boy. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't, though, and, like, I don't know. Well, what what else is he going to do? People would love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. No one would well, don't think... Well, when you come back, don't you, like, get a little crazier? So, if he did die, and then, like, Melisandre brings him back, then he's not going to be as nice or as peaceful as he was before, right? Uh, I kind of hope he is. I don't want him to change. Yeah, I don't either, but yeah, I mean, there, there do seem to be some kind of change. It seems like you kind of lose a little bit of yourself every time you come back, and it's hard to say from person to person what that might be. I'm definitely with Catelyn coming back as Stoneheart, it's implied in the books that because she was dead for so long before they revived her, that affected the way that she came back. Um, um, with Beric, you know, it seems slow and he kind of talks about each time he loses a little bit more. So, I mean, you would think maybe with just mm-hmm. one revival, you wouldn't lose too much if it were fast enough, but based on the yeah. Catelyn thing, it's like if they didn't bring him back within an hour or so, I'm like, oh god, is he going to be himself at all? Who even knows? I don't know. Well, Catelyn, her death was so freaking traumatic. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she went crazy technically before she died. <laughs> well, I mean, John's yeah, was, was like... too. Yeah, who's not having a traumatic death? Yeah, he, <laughs> like, he thought he was Hers was worse. Hers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hers was worse. Far worse. But John thought he was going to see uh, Benjen. Yeah. No, I, I give it to you. Yeah, oh, Catelyn. my God. <laughs> they totally fucked with him a lot. <laughs> She, she, she saw her own son die, though. <laughs> I think that's the deal breaker. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we see happening with um, Davos? That's the big question for me. What the hell are they going to do with Davos? Hot mm. sex with Mel? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm on board doubt it. I'm on board. I seriously doubt that. <laughs> I'm so on board with that. I think you meant hate sex with Mel. Yeah. Yes. No. Oh my god, I'm barfing. Hot hate sex. <laughs> All over my notes. Yeah. I mean, I figure, I still think John's gonna be resurrected, Davos is gonna be like, holy fuck, like, you're the real deal. And somehow Davos will get sent to Rickon. Uh, yeah, see, I feel, I, I feel exactly the same. We kind of talked about that last time, didn't we? Yeah, I feel like Davos ends up with Rick and, you know, kind of like a book Although, echo. how the show is gonna cut out the cannibal unicorn island, it's really upsetting. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What about the White Walkers? Are we gonna get the, I mean, we must be getting them at the wall. Yeah. You think? This season? Yeah, well, we know there's a major thing happening at the wall. There's some sort of huge thing that happens. We had spoilers about that. So definitely there are going to be White Walkers. And it, I don't know. Big speculation is the wall coming down. Isn't that what you guys all thought? That's what I think. But That's what I say. Yeah. I mean, I kind of hope so, just because that, you know, it's like shit's got to start, like, 
popping off. Getting really bad, yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah, I kind of expected it, like, a little later, but, yeah, I I wouldn't, I guess I shouldn't be surprised what happens at the end of the season. All right, let's do some questions. Uh, Sophia's board um, now asks, is it worth D&D subbing Brienne for Mance Ryder's role in season six and a tweaked bastard letter going to Jamie instead of Jon Snow? Uh, yeah, I can't see that personally. I just Maybe don't know there. what Bruce, like, what do they, do they, the only thing I could see is if they thought they could get Lannister support for a battle against, like, the Great Northern Conspiracy or something, but, I mean, it's just what are they be doing that anyway, <laughs> wouldn't they? I feel like the the Boltons have cut <clears throat> ties with the Lannisters as soon as they did that wedding with Sansa, and it's yeah. like, there's no going back from that, which I think Roos must know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of doubt it. I doubt it, Sophie. All right. Uh, she has another question. Uh, where do you think Brienne is and maybe Sansa if Jamie is in the Riverlands with Bronn and Theon is in the Iron Islands? So, so I again, saw something today that said Sophie Turner was spotted in Girona. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Which, with, um, with Nikolai. Yeah. Oh my god, really? What? Mm-hmm. Well, that which breaking something. news, kids. <laughs> yeah, no, that, <laughs> that, that is breaking news. I mean, that, that's just who knows if that's true or not. But it's sort of like, does Littlefinger come up and uh, who the hell? Like, well, I don't know also, how that happens. Yeah, I also um, I forgot where I saw it, but somebody said that they saw um, Littlefinger and Sansa together at Winterfell. Oh yeah, like I right think outside I the set. That too, yeah. Oh. So maybe so, he runs into her after they escape and then with Theon and then he reassures Theon that everything's okay and then Sansa kinda like side eyes Theon, like, yeah, I got this handled or whatever. <laughs> and then she ends up going with Littlefinger, just playing him again and But why yeah. would she ever go back to King's Landing if Cersei's in I mean if that's he brings his arm Yeah, that's why I'm gonna fuck up the Boltons. That's the only reason why. Yeah, but I have no idea why she'd be Joffrey. in King's Landing, though. But they think she killed Joffrey, so I, I don't... Yeah, no, unless, I don't know. I don't know why she would be in King's Landing. Unless they were shooting something in the area around Girona, and they just happened to be staying there, but they were going out to some, you know, location somewhere, and it was actually supposed to be Riverlands or something? Yeah, maybe. I guess Most maybe? Likely. I don't know. Boy, that's crazy. I have, like... <laughs> seem like she could be in King's Landing. But right? why would she be all the way in Spain? Yeah, no. Well, if it's I just the castle in exterior or something, you know, like it. They ran out of castles in Ireland. It does seem like they ran out of castles. <laughs> in I mean, they're doing Horn Hill in in Spain, so I mean, they could. God, that is shocking. Oh. What if Sansa's back in King's Landing? Like, I don't even know. It what just makes no sense. Like, even if she's with Littlefinger, yeah. I don't know why she would. I mean, no, I think she I might wind it. up with Littlefinger, but I don't know why she would even go back well. to King's Landing. You know what this Less. conversation sounds like, guys? This sounds like all of us talking about last season spoilers about her going to Winterfell. And we're like, no. no. <laughs> I can't Brienne. see that. Well, what if she and Brienne go south to the, li- the Riverlands, she meets up with Sandor, they hear about Gregor, and go south together. So she and Sandor are just buddies now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Like the Sand Sand dream come true. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. 
I just shake in my head. It's just wild speculation. Yeah. It know. really is. It really is. Yeah. So ultimately, we have no fucking clue what Sansa's really up to. And we certainly don't know if, well, this isn't a non-question if Sansa will find Brienne again or vice versa. Will Brienne find Sansa I mean, I in season like six? I kind of feel like I don't want them to because I feel like it's sort of a cop-out. Like, Brienne, you don't get to get everything. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you on that. I really, I didn't, maybe I'm just tired of Brienne chasing the Stark girls. There's stop. No, that's the whole point of what she's doing though, it's to chase the start girls. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> well, Sorry. Oh, now that Guile said she should chase some tail instead, I mean I'm clearly in favor of that. Come on. <laughs> Oaths, guys. It's all about honor. <laughs> the true knight. But they've denied anyway. her a couple times already. Well, yeah, well they're no fixed. means no, Brian. <laughs> yeah. No, what are you <laughs> Go cry to Jamie so we can have our bang city moments. <laughs> oh God! Because they're we're all horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're all failed. We should fail. Yeah, all my speculation just ends up in me trying to get to Jamie and Brian and banging in one spot, like, I think, on a table or something. I, it's not hard. I don't think you're alone. Yeah, you so guys are jumping ahead. This is how we're going to end this one. And it's all going to be, how are they baning? When are they baning? Where are they baning? What are the logistics? What parts are going in where? <laughs> don't worry, we're going to get very specific about it all. He's a dirty talker. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to end with um, our season six spec with Beyond the Wall. And uh, I guess they recast the Blood Raven. Mm-hmm. And the ki- the kids seem to be back. That's been confirmed. Yeah, definitely. We're getting Bran again. It seems like um, we still don't have any confirmation on. I think Hodor or Mira, but I think we do on Hodor. But do I haven't we? heard of Mira. Yeah. I mean, we have young Hodor for sure. I think we have an old regular Hodor cool. too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I feel like it's probably gonna be not a lot of, you know, in the cave stuff, personally. I wouldn't be surprised if they focus more on what Bran is seeing through the werewood.net than, than, like, what's actually yeah, maybe, happening in his like, typical location. Explain, like, yeah, explain, like, how he can do this, and then you kind of see what he's seeing. Yeah. Maybe that's what all these flashbacks are, are yeah. Bran's vision. That's kind of the theory, like yeah. That makes sense. And honestly, you guys, like, I'm so pumped for Hoder origin story, it's not even funny. <laughs> that spoiler today made me so happy. <laughs> right? It's all I've ever wanted, other than JB banging and click game ball. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you guys ready to go on to some JB questions? We've got a boatload of them. Um, always. Yeah. Okay. All the time. <laughs> All right. So the first one taxes. is Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you all. All right. Okay. Brienne of Tarth uh asks, is Gwen in Iceland yet? Oh my god. <laughs> we said Why wasn't yeah. she there? You know if she was there they would have spotted her too. God damn it. She's probably disguised as a dude. She's like, like a brown yeah. mullet hairstyle, <laughs> mustache, <laughs> mutton chops. I feel like she's like one of the okay. most recognizable Game of Thrones 
characters, even for people that aren't a fan of hers. There's no hiding. Yeah, she yeah. is. She's hard to miss. Yep. She does have all those fat, high fashion connections, though, and those people have private jets, so that'd be another option. I guess it's That's possible. True. She was kind of um, missing from, like, sightings, even from London for a while. Around that time. Like, that usually there's some sighting of... I know. <laughs> It's like, maybe it's like a sensate crossover and they like put her on secret helicopters and fly her into Iceland and drop her off in a remote location. Yeah, the first time Basically, we don't know. Wild, yeah. <laughs> first time she popped up in a while was at that wedding two days ago. <laughs> we haven't known, we don't know where she's been for two days now. Oh my god. I'm, I'm gonna move on to the next question before we have legal action taken against us. <laughs> Okay, so Cynically Romantic 18 asks, I may be super late on this, but I want to ask an extremely common question. How do you think Jamie and Brienne are going to reunite on the show, since it's basically confirmed with Nick being in Iceland and the Riverland storyline coming back into play? We kind of did this one. Kind of. I mean, like, I don't think it's confirmed. I I want to continue to be on the record saying I still don't think that a reunion is at all confirmed. So I'm going to be the one. I think it's going to be like... Last episode of the season. I could see it happening. I think it needs to be this season or it's not happening. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, I just All feel right. like a it's non- like a- now or never type of thing. <laughs> just Jamie's going to die. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up yeah. Get out. Get out. <laughs> never die. All right. And Anon asks... But what if there won't be any Jamie and Brienne reunion in season six? How would you react? Pretty much like that. Shut the fuck up. Burn the post down. Turn their script pages to ash. Definitely. Would you guys be satisfied with uh, like just what if they don't meet, but something happens that triggers them, like mentioning each other? No. <laughs> oh my god, last year was like 15 seconds of a second yeah. looking at an island. They're like, come on. And then Andrew was crazy. <laughs> I cannot look at uh, gifts of like a dude looking at a rock. A tarthgasm isn't going to do it for you this season, hunk. I don't. No, not rockgasm or red, no. or <laughs> red ronnet or any of this bullshit. Like, no. No, yeah. What about Heil Hunt? <laughs> Heil Hunt might make it better, I have to say. Like, that would make me happy. Yeah. I can, I can, I can jump on board with that. <laughs> Alright, Anon asks, um, all bets are on. By what episode will Jamie and Brienne meet again? Sorry for the repetition. <laughs> episode 10. Saying 7. I, I want to say 6 because I'm hopeful. I want to say 5. I'm gonna double, I'm gonna double up with Goto on six. Like I, I think if they're gonna do it, they gotta do it then. I think. Half it's like how long is gonna take him to like get there and shit. Like it's not gonna take that long. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I figure yeah. he's gotta like hang out in King's Landing for a couple episodes, though. So. I think yeah. by episode yeah. three, he'll be out of King's Landing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, between episodes okay. five and seven is my guess. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Neo89 asks, first of all, you guys are amazing. Thank you. 
More than a theory, I'm curious about your opinion on whether you think it would be a good idea for showrunners to introduce Jamie's dream as a plot device in order for them to justify his reunion with Brienne. I mean, since they are reuniting this season, and since they are going to have sex, they will have to find a way for Jamie to convince himself that his relationship with Cersei is beyond repair and that Brienne is ultimately the key to his salvation. Neo89, I like the way you think. <laughs> I missed that but, Yeah. Uh, what, what, the, what did you? What was the beginning of the question again? Are they going to use Jamie's uh, dream as a plot device oh. to justify his reunion mm. with Brienne? I think they're going to use be a Lancel. good idea. Yeah, would yeah, be a good Lancel. idea. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's got to be Lancel. That'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Got to be Lancel and then Cersei just like being horrible to him about Marsala. Mm-hmm. Like I think, unfortunately, so she's no going to break up with him. I kind of think he and already he's not knows. Too upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of think he is kind of, you know, starting to come to terms with how he feels about Brienne. It's just not shown. It's not spoken outwardly. I don't know. Yeah. That's I mean, true. you get that feeling. And, and I mean, like, I feel like Cersei kind of broke up with him last season on the show. I mean, it kind of felt like that then. Yeah. And he kind of sort of feels that way yeah. too, right? Cause he's, he, he even said at the end, like, oh, I don't think she likes me. Yeah, he's very yeah. just been like closed off. Yeah, the most awkward conversation thing. ever. I'm thinking, I'm thinking my sister lover, your mother. Oh god! I know. How do you? Is he going to tell Tommen before he leaves King's Landing? That's the thing I want to see. Is Tommen going to give him Widow's Whale before he leaves King's Landing? Oh god, I hope that's like a big thing. Like if he has that, he ain't ever oh, coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Let's hope for that. All right. Next question. We have Anon, and they ask, well, it says, filming sex scene would be so hard, awkward for Nick and Gwen. They are good friends in real life and always teasing each other. I don't think they can imagine even kissing each other. God forbid sex. Who said that is? <laughs> okay. Who said that? It's an Anon. It's an anonymous okay. troll. Okay. okay, you guys Anon. go. <laughs> Anon, if there is an opposite to the question that you sent in, that's my opinion. <laughs> I just want to remind Anon that he wrote a play where he was kissing somebody and marrying that person and then casted Gwen. <laughs> like, well, they couldn't be more comfortable with each other. Yeah, and yeah. also yeah. professional yeah. actors, so that's yeah. kind of like what they do. I think they're fine. It's, I think, it's not like you being out I with think, your best friend. It's not that. So. <laughs> I think Jinmo wins this round. That was like an excellent point. Yes. <laughs> All right. I know not what. I know not what asks um, or says. Hi, podcast. I adore the Jamie Brienne chip because it has a lovely potential. Hence my query. It feels to me that JB becoming canon or indeed not is important to a hefty number of fans of God for varying and sometimes opposing reasons. However, a lot of people seem to need this pair to survive due to continue to enjoy it. I would be very interested to hear how the evolving canon would affect your views of this particular relationship, should they go pear-shaped. And why you think it won't, of course. Ta. I mean, I don't need them to survive to still totally ship it and want them to get together. I mean, like... I have long since dealt with my feelings about the potential for death with these two. Um, so yeah, it doesn't matter to me if they'll end up dead. I just want them to get together first. And yes, I do want them to get together first. It absolutely does matter to me that they become canon. I am yeah, heavily I... invested and I won't 
make any apologies for how invested I am in those two banging. I'm like, so <laughs> invested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my only requirement is that they just have to have sex and then they can die. <laughs> like, <laughs> after that, I'm fine. <laughs> they literally have a heart attack together as they orgasm. <laughs> yeah, as long as they like get it in. Then... <laughs> oh god, I can be like full like water for chocolate. The house can burn down around them. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I second that. <laughs> That's the short answer for me. <laughs> All right. Um, I think let's do this as our last question. I think it's fitting because it's from Gatto. <laughs> and oh, it's no. funny. <laughs> she says, you are an inanimate object for the JB Bane scene. <laughs> that is going to happen in season six. What are you and where are you located? This is the most important question of season six. I thought so hard about this question. <laughs> well, obvious answer is table. Yeah. God. Or a creaky bed. What if you're a mirror over the table? <laughs> we'll see. So then you could, like, see it twice. I was like, I want to be like a chandelier. <laughs> yeah, I want to be something hanging on. Are you fancy? I think I, I would be... Down at it. I would be the lock <laughs> on the door so that they can't get out and then they're just stuck in there and then they're just seeing it until I'm satisfied. Oh, God. Oh, God, that's... Maybe the candle for the wax they're going to drip on. <laughs> <laughs> so you really want to be a part of it. This is like a really twisted version of the Disney Beauty and the Beast movie. for the questions <laughs> a huge thank you to all everyone who sent in questions like the this episode was made so much better because of them thank you and we do love getting questions and hearing from you so please do that you can at close the door and at gmail.com um you can also message us at close the door and come here.tumblr.com uh, reach us at Door Podcast on Twitter. Please like and review us on iTunes and support us on Patreon um, at close the door forward slash patreon.com. Um, <clears throat> actually, you know, before I end end this episode, I think we did have thank yous, did we not? We do. Um, we have a couple that relate to um, the RPG episodes. We have an Anon that said, I love that in a mere two and a half hours of being in the Aesop universe, you ladies managed to not only betray the Lannisters, but also bring a boar to your doorstep. <laughs> it's talent. That's We've so got talent. And then Watkins said, uh, ladies, I had a blast running the role-playing adventure for you. I've been wanting to do a real-play podcast for several years. Each of you put in more effort than is to be expected from a new gamer, writing character backstories and rolling up new characters from scratch. 
I know a few veteran gamers who've show, who you've shown up, which legitimately surprises me. So thanks again wow. for rolling the dice on something so new and nerdy. Critical hit. Aww. Aww. That's awesome. That's that was awesome. funny because I I remember Wonkin's response when we gave him our characters for sheets. He's like, "Oh my god, you went over the space allotted for your character background story." <laughs> <laughs> you, do you know who you're dealing with here? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thank you, Wonkin. And then we have a message from Grammar Saves Lives, the lovely comma. Um, the Columbo fandom, she says, is fabulous. They have two <laughs> podcasts. But I think our fandom and podcast is pretty fabulous, too. Great episode, as always. Thanks, Aww, Tom. Thanks, <laughs> but Aww. what about the Anne of Green Gables fandom? Is there any <laughs> Anne podcast? Yeah. If anyone wants to write in, uh, leave us a message on iTunes. <laughs> Let us know how the Anne of Green Gables fandom is. And then we had a really nice note from Cynically Romantic 18, who says, in giant letters, thank you. And then smaller letters. I just wanted to say thank you for all of your hard work y'all have done on this podcast. I was in the middle of nowhere, Texas for all of the summer, and listening to this podcast every Aww. week made me feel closer to home. Y'all kept me interested in the fandom throughout the Shireen atrocity and the Dorn hilarity, for which I am grateful. <laughs> I'm very excited for Season 6, especially with all the spoilers and filming locations that have been leaked. Also, as Season 3 is my favorite, listening to your discussion of it has been amazing. I remember the hand touch freakout was definitely part of it as well. Y'all may discuss this in the seasons three, episode seven podcast, but I was wondering, do you think that the writers knew that they would have a goodbye scene in season four to mirror the one in this episode? It was such a beautifully added scene, and I've always felt that they intended it for Jamie and Brienne to be romantic based on this scene alone. They didn't need to frame it the way they did or make such an obvious callback to it in season four. Anyway, I'll be eagerly listening to the coming <laughs> podcast as we approach season six. So I think that's actually um, the next episode, right? Is uh, Bear the Maid yep. Bear? Yeah, it sure is. Get some bear pit Hmm. <laughs> is that the last one? That, oh, I'm sorry. Yep, that's the last one. Should we answer right, the question? I mean, we did get a question there. Anyone have thoughts? Yeah, I think, so. I think it's definitely a mirror scene, whether or not they set it up. In season three, I'm doubtful. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like they, they remembered that it happened and they're like, "Oh, it'd be fun to mirror that." I that that yeah. sounds more accurate to me, I think, than that they intended it from season well, three. And I think they're different writers too, because um, I think D and D wrote that part of episode seven because I know some parts were in different episodes. Or no, actually, isn't that George wrote that? No, George, George didn't write that. it. He said he no, actually he in the so commentary he said he didn't. Yeah. Okay, so it's D and D, and then um, Cogman wrote the Oathkeeper scene. So, um, you know, different different writers, but I I mean I would think Cogman probably played off of what they did in episode in or, or in season three with the season four episode. Ah, uh, yeah. it's pretty obvious. Yeah, they were referencing. Yeah, it. yeah. But whether or not they planned it, I'm not too sure about personally. Isn't it the same director who did both of them? Um, yes, it is. It was, is it? uh, what's her name? Michelle McLaren? Yeah, Michelle McLaren. Yeah. Both. Uh-huh. Oh my god. You guys have amazing brains. <laughs> like, it's like crazy. Good catch, I would Jim never have remembered that. Good catch. <laughs> I just remember her commentary saying that she was planning, like, planting seeds, and then the next one is, it's love. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so that will bring us to the end. Um, one more time. Thank you. Thank you, you beautiful creatures, for doing all this work for this episode. Yes, thanks, this too. Awesome. Like, you guys don't understand. We all, it took 
all of us to put this together, and it has been a lot of work. And Jinmo and Gato and Guile and Lot, everybody has put in so much work. So thank you so much, you guys. Yay! Yay. Amazing! Yay. Look at us. Go us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.